the volume. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The J-Boy Show is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet all the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. Uh, there's one. Uh, there's many reasons why I like using it. I mean, betting on the NFL, they're America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. But I love the fast payouts. I'm huge on that, and you get it as quick as two hours. That's tough to find and even harder to beat. Uh, and, you know, the convenience of it, you know, that there's a lot going on. There's a lot of games, whether it's live betting, whether it's betting before the games, you know, the spread, are you taking the overs, the unders? They make it unbelievably easy to use. And the boosts, the odds, the specials that they run uh, are unbelievable. You get risk-free bets and same-game parlays. You get enhanced odd markets and a ton more. It's just a win-win for everybody. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now and sign up with the promo code JBOY. That's J-B-O-Y. Let them know that I sent you. 21 and older and present in Arizona. Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-QUADRUPLE-7 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the J-Boy Show. Hope you guys are enjoying uh, watching these bowl games, getting ready for a big new year. Hope you had a great Christmas and holidays. The gang's all back. Uh, David Cohn, Blaine, uh, joining me from remote locations that we cannot disclose uh, due to NDAs that were signed from the government. No, I'm just kidding. We're just uh, at three different places. Uh, but I want to do one of our favorite segments, something we, we covered you know, at the, pretty much the end of every week. We typically did it on Friday during the regular season. And that's keys to victory. But first, David Cohn, hope you had a great holiday, brother. Great to see you. Great to see you too, man. I'm slowly getting better. Thank you. There we go. Recovering, you know, 
getting stronger every day, like you and Adam Elton on the same track. Really respect that. Yep. Blaine, what's up? What's up, guys? How we doing? Hope everybody had a great Christmas and looking forward to New Year's. For sure. Well, all right, let's start with these keys to victory. Right? And I want to start with Cincinnati. And, you know, again, I've gone back and forth on this Cincinnati situation, then being in. Now I just want them in so we can finally see it. Good, bad, or indifferent. So that now we can actually have something to go off of. But if I'm Cincinnati and I'm looking at the keys to victory, the first thing, in my opinion, is you got to make special teams special. You've got to win the field position battle. You can't give Alabama short fields. You can't be backed up. Alabama's very good on special teams. They have depth to be able to be good on special teams. But a big punt return to set you up to have a shorter field, maybe a block punt, tackling them inside the 25 when you're kicking off or hitting a touchback every time, having big returns yourself, because the better return you get, the less first downs you have to get to get into scoring position. And I don't think Cincinnati's going to be able to line up and run the ball down Alabama's throat, set up the play action, or just say, you know what, we're going to win outside one-on-one -on -one every time and let Desmond Ritter do his thing. I don't think that's the formula for them to win. Another big thing we have to look at, and the overall arcing, I guess, archetype for them to win, is you've got to make Bama lose it. I don't think Cincinnati can go out there and just win this game just with Jims and Joes. I don't think they have the ability to do that. You need to get multiple turnovers. You need to make big plays, whether it's third down stops, whether it's converting on third and short. If Cincinnati's able to get to third and three and third and two and line up and run it and have success, somehow neutralize Will Anderson, Chris Allen that's coming back, you're going to give yourself a chance. Another thing is you've got to score touchdowns. You're not going to win this game with field goals. You have got to put game pressure on Alabama. And I know Nick Saban all month has been talking about, you know, we're still underdogs, this, that, and the other. Deep down, do they really believe that? I don't know. It's kind of been the company line. But you are getting playoff Bama. You are not getting Outback Bowl Bama. This is not a, oh, well, you know, we're really not happy to be here. We should be in the playoff. This is what it's about. So Cincinnati is going to have to force Alabama to make mistakes. Is that bringing a lot more pressure than you've brought? Is it taking chances and saying we're going to bring pressure and go zero in the back end? without meshing and see what happens. And all this talk about Sauce Gardner, I know he's a really good player. He's going to be a good NFL player. He hadn't seen the Ferrari yet. This isn't Tulsa. This isn't Navy. This isn't Notre Dame. They don't have a guy like that on the outside. You are about to see the real thing. And it's not just Jamison Williams. I'm looking at La at tight end at other spots like that. So Cincinnati has to force the action. I don't think this is a, hey, we're going to sit back. We're just going to play them straight up. You're going to have to bring pressure. You're going to have to go after punts. You're going to see some trick plays. And I still don't know if that'll be enough. Uh, Blaine, uh, to you, what is one thing you would say that Cincinnati has to do to be able to win this game? Uh, I would say Cincinnati needs to stretch the field vertically and horizontally. You have to use the entire field versus Alabama. And you lean on Desmond Ritter in this game. I think what got you here from Cincinnati will not win you this game. I think you have to switch it up. I think that you need to get spread. You need to get outside five wide and use Desmond Ritter's legs. I think you need to lean on Desmond Ritter in this game because you're not going to just line up and beat Alabama. It's not going to happen. This is your national championship game. It is. You have to win this game, not even for not even for yourself, but to prove that you are here, that you can run with the big dogs. And if I'm Cincinnati, I'm leaning on my experience, extremely good, will be a pretty good NFL player in Desmond Ritter because at the end of the day, you're going to have to score points to win this game. 
You're not going to stop Alabama as much as you want to, especially with Bryce, as good as he's playing right now. I think on defense, you have to switch it up. And on offense, you have to switch it up. You just can't go with the same formula that got you here to win this game because it's not going to work. I think you completely change it up, your looks, everything. I think you crowd the line of scrimmage. I think you get Bryce different looks. And that's the only way. And I think you need to start early in this game because anything negative, if you're playing from behind in this game, if you're Cincinnati, I think it could get ugly early. And, and Cone, uh, my question to you, you look at Cincinnati's schedule, I know they beat Notre Dame, they have a couple of good wins, but I don't think they've ever been outmanned this much before this season, which is going to be brand new for them, and that's a totally different style of play. No, you're exactly right. And my key to victory for Cincinnati is don't let Jamison Williams beat you, okay? You have been given a gift here with Mechie being down. Now, if Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner, who looks like he's about to set the Alabama all-time passing yards record at Alabama, which is, a, which is quite a feat in and of itself, but if Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner, hits 10 different receivers throughout the game, utilizes a tight end, throws for 425 yards and beats you, well, you know what? You won't be the first that he's done it to okay but don't let Jamison Williams beat you and you stand a chance I, I agree and you've got to limit the big plays the reason Georgia is they hit him like a cobra not a python they didn't squeeze him to death they quick striked him from outside and Cincinnati cannot let what should be 20 yard plays go for 70 and Jamison Williams is a guy that can take uh whether it's a slant whether you're running mesh and he's on the short over short cross or whatever take it down the sideline and go for 70 in a second uh, looking on the Alabama side, though, it's almost the complete opposite to me. The key to victory is dance with the one that brought you. You don't have to get cute. This isn't a game where you've got to do something outside of yourself. I know Mechie's not there, but let's not act like they don't have dogs walking around that sideline. Hell, a guy that nobody really knew made the biggest catch of uh, probably the season for Bama against Auburn to win the game late. So when I look at Alabama from a, you know, a, a play-calling standpoint, structure standpoint, I think you're going to see a lot of the same things. My biggest thing for, to them would be don't abandon the run if Cincinnati's going to load the box. And if they want to load the box and give you one-on-one -on -one with Jamison, that's fine. Take it. But to me, Cincinnati's going to make you take those shots because they're lower percentage plays. If Alabama's able to line up, whether it's gap scheme with power and counter and trucks, whether it's zone scheme with inside zone, outside zone, zone read, play action off of that, you don't have to come in here with something crazy. I don't think Bill O'Brien will. I think Bill O'Brien understands who they are. Bryce has seen so much. As much as we talk about Cincinnati mixing it up, okay? It's just like if I'm going to the bar and I've been going to the same bar with the same mixologist forever, I know he may mix it up, but I know I'm going to like it. I don't think Bill O'Brien's even got to mix it up. At the end of the day, you've got to dance with the one that brought you. Defensively, I don't think you got to sit here and go crazy. I don't think you got to bring a ton of pressure. I think you let your front four eat. Run your two-man on third and passing. And if they get Cincinnati in third and six or more consistently, Cincinnati will not win this game, and it probably won't even be close. But if Alabama tries to get cute, if they try to do things to just prove a point, I think that could lead to mistakes. And the last thing you want to do in this game is give Cincinnati any hope or any life that they belong. Because right now, I'm telling you, and you guys know this, Cincinnati can say all this stuff. They can talk about how ready they are. But deep down, in places they don't want to talk about, they know. They watch the film. You can watch the film and try and convince yourself of something, but when you lay your head down on that pillow, you really understand when it's just you and you. So I don't think Alabama has to do anything outside, but on that same token, if you're Bama, you can't just go pure vanilla ice cream. 
You can't just say, all right, well, we're going to hold everything for when we have to play Georgia again or Michigan. I think early, you do you you take your shots, you get up, but you stick with what you've done to a certain extent. But you can't just be paralyzed offensively. It's finding that balance. It's riding that thin line that Bill O'Brien's going to run from a play calling standpoint. And at the end of the game, uh, at the end of the day, the game's going to dictate what happens. If Alabama, their first drive is lining up, running the ball for four, five, eight, nine, 12, 15 yards a pop, you better believe they're going to ride that horse all the way down Old Town Road in the town and go hang out at the saloon and get ready to play in the next game. You guys agree? Yeah, yeah, I would. I would think it goes back to this. It goes back to, you know, all the teams that say, bring out the signs, oh, we want Bama, we want Bama. No, they don't. Mm. They never do, no. right? They never do. They can say it, but they never do. And I think if you're Alabama's, one thing, just be yourself, right? You've been yeah. in this moment. You know what this moment's like. You've been here before. It's nothing new to you. And I think if it's Alabama, I'm establishing the, uh, the line of scrimmage early on both sides of the ball. Because if you're an Alabama team and you can run it, versus Cincinnati team, and you have Bryce Young in the pocket, they'll be guessing and unbalanced the entire day. So if I'm Alabama, right, I'm letting my players eat on both sides of the ball. I'm saying individually up front, my players are better than your players, and we're going to we're gonna run it down your throat. We're going to get four and five, and we're going to stay ahead of the chains, and we're going to let my Heisman winner work at quarterback. And if you think he can drop 30 or more on our defense, well, we'd love to see it because I guarantee Bama will drop 30-plus against Cincinnati. I agree. Cone, your thoughts? Yeah, no, I, uh, Blandon, I wrote down the same thing. I had be yourself for Alabama. Alabama, we don't stand in awe of your program because you, um, you know, you take games for granted or you occasionally have a great season and win the big one. No, we stand in awe of your program game after game, season after season, and now it looks like decade after decade because you are a program who never takes a single game for granted, even when they're not in the playoff. It, it doesn't matter for them. And that really is a testament to just an unbelievable coach that, that Nick Saban is. And so I think that be yourself, okay? They're not going to take this game for granted. And I think that Will Anderson has already even come out and said that the mentality in the locker room is that they are the underdogs in this game. Can you believe that? The Alabama Crimson Tide, and maybe one of the guys who should have been a front runner for the Heisman Trophy says that they have the underdog mentality against a group of five team in the playoff. That should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, well, I've never seen Nick Saban and Professor X in the same room, so I'm starting to ask some, ask some questions. Uh, but let, let's go scores here. Blaine, give me your Cincinnati-Bama prediction with a score. We'll go to Cone, and then I'm going to drop what's really going to happen. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. 
TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can get all your favorite sports, movies, and shows together. So you can watch new episodes of your favorite reality shows live or binge old episodes on demand. Either way, get ready for some drama. And the best part? DirecTV Stream has no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at DirecTV.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. I'm going to go Bama 34, Cincinnati 14. Ooh, okay. A little low scoring. Cone, what do you think? I actually have 38-14, so not too far off there. Are y'all really together? We're mind mouthing. Great minds. Let's connect next time, Blaine, and we can come up with different strategies. Yeah, For sure, we will. Look, I like Alabama. Let's go 48-24. I like 48-24. I think they double them up. Uh, I think Alabama, shoot, I think they have 24-plus at halftime. Uh, I think they're going to come out on fire. I think they, they're, they're trying to prove a point. But the other game, one that I think is going to be a lot more competitive, and you want to talk about an identity crisis, look at Georgia and Michigan. They're basically the Spider-Man get pointing at each other like, hey, wait, you're me. But starting with Michigan, and Cone, I know you have a fantastic Michigan speech coming up. I've got one for Georgia I think you're going to like. But for Michigan to me, 
you have got to make Stetson Bennett beat you. And at the end of the day, that means a couple things. That means you've got to stop the run. We know Aiden Hutchinson, Najoba, and all those guys are very talented. You've got to stop the run and make Stetson Bennett, whether it's off play action, whether it's drop back, whether it's 10 personnel, throw them to a win. I firmly believe the biggest stat in this game is pass attempts. The team with the least pass attempts is probably going to win this game because both these quarterbacks are somewhat similar in what they're able to do. But by also making Stetson Bennett beat you, that means that you're not making terrible decisions offensively and giving Georgia points on defense and special teams. If they're going to score points, you make Stetson Bennett be the guy that scores it, whether it's making the throw. And I'm not even talking about making throws into double coverage, just making throws that you have to make in this game because he hasn't shown the ability to do that. Michigan, to me, has got to make this ugly. Really, if you want to say the overall key to victory for this game, it's Uncle Fester. It needs to be as ugly as possible. It needs to be low scoring. You need to cause turnovers. It needs to be third and longs. It needs to be a lot of punts. And it needs to come down to the last possession. Because I just don't see a way. Because Alabama, again, I'll go back to what I said earlier. Alabama beat Georgia with quick strikes. There weren't 10-play drives the whole game. 12 play drives the whole game that they were just running it on the ground at Georgia and everything else was there. They were hitting big plays with Jamison Williams. They were hitting big plays with Mechie. Bryce was extending the plays and finding guys downfield. All right, so if if you're Michigan, this cannot turn into a transition basketball game. It needs to be a rock fight. And you've got to make Stetson Bennett beat you through the air. If you do that, that could lead to mistakes. If you do that, That could lead to empty possessions, and it could lead to you hanging around long enough to have that last possession to be able to try and go win the game or tie the game to go into overtime. What do you say, Blaine? Um, A couple things here. I think um, if you're Michigan, you have to establish the line of scrimmage, obviously. You're giving up 121 average on the ground, which is you can't give that up to Georgia. You're going to have to make Stetson uh, Bennett beat you. And, and, you know, if if you're Georgia, you know, how many times can I get the ball to Brock Bowers? How many times can I get Brock Bowers in space, one-on-one, to give ourselves a chance? Because obviously, you know, Jake, I, I think you said the other day, you know, the least amount of passes in this game, whichever team that is, is probably going to win this game. And if you're Stetson Bennett or if you're Michigan, you know, you have to stay ahead of the chains almost. You know, you need third and fives or less. You don't want to throw it too much down the field if you're Michigan. I'm trying to work the intermediate game because at the end of the day, you have to have long, sustained drives to want to be in this game. You're going to have to have 10 to 11 play drives against the Georgia defense. So we're, really that doesn't happen. So at the end of the day, I think Michigan, overall, you have to stop the run. All right, you, you have to stop the run versus Georgia if you want a chance. You have to have Stetson Bennett's arm beat you. And at the end of the day, it's going to be big plays on defense and special teams, which kicker shows up in the big moment. You know, yeah. three points in this game is huge. It might as well be a touchdown. Three points will be can be the difference in this game late. And if you're McNamara, don't make big mistakes. If you do make mistakes, be small mistakes. Whichever team can be most most fluent on both sides of the ball and make the least mistakes, I think will win this game. But I do think if Michigan wants a chance, this needs to be a 20-point versus 20-point football game. Yeah. Cone, what do you think, being the former Michigan gunslinger you are? Yeah, Jake, I agree with everything you said on the defensive side of the football. Um, Michigan doesn't stand a chance in this game unless they are able to make Stetson Bennett beat them. Hutchinson and Ajabo need to get pressure on him, and they need to somehow stifle that Georgia run. To me, that's sort of the bare minimum 
for them to even be in the conversation of winning this football game, right? Uh, I'm even more interested. I'm even more interested on the offensive side of the football. What can Michigan do to solve this Georgia defensive puzzle? Because they're not going to solve it the same way that Alabama solved it, right? They don't have a Bryce Young back there who's going to make huge plays down the field a way that maybe Ohio State could have possibly scored on a Georgia defense like this. So I think to me, they need to stay creative on offense. Look, they're not going to be able to win this football game unless they're able to run in some capacity. But I think that rather than do what they've done all season, run the football to sort of open up some of those bigger play action plays, they may need to take a page out of Bill O'Brien's playbook with what Alabama did in the SEC championship, which is maybe quick game their way to set up the run and then use that run to set up bigger plays down the field. How many 10 plus play drives can Michigan have against Georgia? I don't know. I don't know if they can have any, to be honest. I think that they're going to need a few if they're going to win this football game, but they're not going to beat Georgia the same way they beat, say, an Iowa team. They need to stay creative on offense, and I think they have the ability to do so, especially, Jake, with what you and I have been saying, which is sort of we've been talking about these different teams throughout the season who are playing with quote-unquote house money, right? Now, I mean, Michigan was 2-5 and five last season. They're the first they're the first college football team to make the college football playoff with starting the season unranked, right? They, they, they weren't supposed to be here in the playoff. Now I think, look, they're, they're going up against one of the best teams in the country, the perennial number one all season. They can stay creative on offense and take some chances that, say, maybe other teams can't afford to take to try and pull off this victory. Yeah, and, you know, we always talk about the importance of third down, and, and it is the most important down. But when you're playing a defense like Georgia, to me, is going to be so crucial for Michigan to try and stay ahead of the chains. You're not going to survive in second and nine and second and 11 and having to do all these different things. I agree with you, whether it's quick game cone, whether it's modified runs, I think you're going to see a ton of pick plays in the short passing game, some sprint out pick plays on maybe second and five, just to try and work your way down the field and keep your defense on the sideline. Because we've talked about Georgia. It's like gravity, right? You know, they, they, they haven't had a ton of explosive plays, but all of a sudden you look up in the third quarter and you're like, how are we down 24 to 7? Like, how did this happen? So, you know, looking at first down and staying on schedule, staying ahead of schedule, and making Georgia have to adjust defensively is going to be huge. That's what I'm looking to see. And then from a Georgia standpoint, key to victory is who's the explosives guy? And Blaine already brought up one, Brock Bowers, the, the best tight end in the country. You see Pickens, I know he's had COVID and this, that, and the other. They've got a couple other guys coming back. One guy I think is going to have a huge impact on this game, not just catching passes, is Darnell Washington. Uh, I think from a blocking standpoint, he's going to be that extra hat, the former offensive lineman, that can really get you some push to open up the play action, which is who Georgia is. Georgia is like a pitcher with a really good fastball and a nice changeup. You want to go out there, pump the fastball, keep them off balance with the changeup, but you don't want to sit there and and lob curveballs up there because you're going to hang a couple of them. So when I look offensively, to me, when you look at Georgia, having the threat on the outside saying at any point in time, y'all want to load the box? That's fine because if I'm Michigan, I'm loading the box. Why would I not? Stetson's going to have to beat me by making the one-on-one throws. Not the bracketed throws, not the double coverage throws, but you sure as hell aren't running it. If Georgia can establish the run and just have the threat of being explosive on the outside to walk that safety back two steps, just two steps to keep them out of the box a little bit, 
You're going to see James Cook get his. You're going to see Milton and McIntosh get his. And I think you're going to be surprised, especially in the red zone, how much they use Stetson Bennett's legs. Having that 11-on-11 mentality, to me, that could be a huge difference in the red zone. But you've got to be able to hit a – all you need is to just hit a couple explosives. Because if you do that, Michigan's going to have to back off. I promise you, they will. They don't want to get out parachuted and not have their troops on the ground. They're going to have to back up, and that's when you got them. That's when you start running that ball for six, seven first downs, running that clock. Then you look up, and you're up 17 in the fourth quarter, and you got them right where you want. So I do want to go to Cone here because as a former Michigan quarterback, Michigan player, I know you want to holler at your boys. And then again, I'm not a Georgia fan, but I got something I want to say to them too. Well, look, here's what I want to say to Michigan. Come Friday, you are entering a war. And that's good. That'll give you a chance to showcase your physicality. Because come Friday, you're going up against the number one ranked team all season. Good. It feels better when you beat the best. On the morrow, New Year's Eve, You're going up against what many consider to be the greatest defense to ever grace the gridiron. You know what? Good. Now when you score, it'll mean something. Okay? When you wear the winged helmet, never forget, you represent the winningest football program in the history of the sport. Know your role, know the standard, and go be champions. Okay, and y'all can keep the seven and a half points because I want Michigan money line, and together we will make David Pollock sing the victors. Okay, <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, if, if I'm Kirby, and Kirby's maybe one of the best pregame speech givers that there is, especially if you've heard some of his halftime speeches as well. My thing to Georgia is, you know, when's enough enough? Like, how much longer are we gonna let this go on? It's got nothing to do with Bama. It's got nothing to do with Michigan. It's got everything to do with us. Everybody in this room, every trainer, every fan, every grandparent, every person that has waited since 1980 to have a chance to do this. And if you're an older guy, you came back for this moment, for each other and for this moment. And there's people not only in Athens, not only in the state of Georgia, from Tennessee to Florida to Saudi Arabia, we're everywhere. This game is not about you. It's about us. Michigan won't be afraid. Their ass should be, but they won't be. We ought to break them every play. You go out there and you do what we have done every day. All the sacrificing, all the lack of partying, all uh, having to do things that the normal college student can't to be able to have a chance to do something that nobody else in Georgia has done in the last 40 years. Herschel Walker ain't running through that door. David Pollock's not running through that door. But we have soldiers. Soldiers. I've watched you. I know what makes you laugh. I know what makes you cry. I know who you are. And I know that at the end of the day, there's an ass whooping coming. But we got to do it our way. Stetson, we believe in you. Everybody in here believes in you. Secondary, we believe in you. We play in the hardest conference that has ever been created in college football. I don't care about these opt-out bowl games. It don't matter. You've seen the smoke. You've seen it. You understand it. So we're going to go out here and handle business against Michigan. It won't be easy but it's going to be fun. And then we're going to line up and do it again the next week. And y'all know as well as I do, I hope to God a certain team is waiting for us in the winner's circle because we're going to be there.
to me, I mean, you got to, uh, at the end of the day, you know, I know people say, don't focus on this, don't focus on that. Georgia's got to go out there and do what they do yeah. and be pissed off. I agree. Big, yeah, I agree. physical, I, and pissed. Yeah, I agree. If I'm Kirby Smart, it's, I'm, I'm done talking. I'm done talking. I shouldn't have to say anything. I shouldn't have to say any more. I've recruited y'all. I've known y'all for four years. I know who you are. I know what kind of person you are. And you sit at home and you call yourself a Georgia Bulldog. We're probably just going to be a dog fight. It's going to be a dog fight. And we're going to find out if you're really a Georgia Bulldog. You want to talk about locking the gate? I want you to lock the gate and lock the gate behind that. Because this game's going to be a physical game. This will come down to the, to the trenches, Jordan Davis. We're going to find out right now. There's no tomorrow. There's not another quarter. There's not another drive. There's not another chance. It's right now. 40 years of having best teams going to the SEC championship game, going to the playoffs, going to the national championship, and blowing it in front of everybody, knowing we're the better team. If you're Georgia, I'm done talking. Look at me in the eyes because I'm looking at you in the eyes. No words should be said. We're better. Go handle business. Be who you are. Be who you are, and that's it. That's it. If I'm Kirby Smart, I'm done coaching at this point. I'm done talking. I got the dogs ready. I'm holding the leash back, and that, when that ball snaps, I'm going to let him loose, and good luck, buddy. Yeah. No, I, look, I like George in this game. Uh, I like him. You know, I actually think there's going to be a little more scoring. I think it's going to be 27-17. I, li I like Georgia by 10. Uh, Cone, I know you said you're taking Michigan money line. Blaine, who you got? I got Georgia 20-17. to 17. Wow, Ooh, close game. Hey, close one more game. thing too, guys. As, as much of an uphill battle as Michigan's already going to have, I'm telling you right now, if Dax Hill can't go in this game, that uphill battle is going to get a lot steeper. And really? word is he's not in Miami yet. He's working through some things is what Jim Harbaugh has said. I don't know if that means COVID. I don't know if that's some personal situation. But I'm telling you right now, they cannot afford to miss him in the secondary because he would probably be the one covering Bowers most of the time. Uh, so so we'll, we'll, we'll have to uh, we'll have to keep an eye on that situation. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Michigan's got to call a doctor, or a priest, or a shaman, but whatever it takes, you get that guy's got to be ready to play. Uh, appreciate whatever you guys joining takes, us. Make sure. <laughs> whatever it takes. Whatever it's doc. I don't know. Doctor Quinn, the medicine woman, she's still around, I think. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, make sure you guys subscribe to the Volume YouTube channel. Turn on those notifi notifications as well. Got some more great content coming for you tomorrow. Enjoy your playoff watching. We finally made it to this moment. Let's just make sure the games get played. Talk to you soon. The Volume. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. 
Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.